The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. From days long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe, comes a legend. The dream that came through a million years, that lived on through all the tears. It came here, the Fandom Nexus. Fabulous secret powers were revealed to our host as he plugged in his microphone. I have a podcast! Here he is, your Spider-Pan, Jeremy. It is me, and I am back again. I don't, I don't know why I'm talking that way. <laughs> Philip's looking at me like I'm insane. <laughs> well, you know, I am a bit crazy. Uh, so the insanity plea, I will, I will go with that. Uh, I will, I will admit, uh, you know, a bit insane. A you sounded crazy. a little bit like Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I will take that and I will run with it and I will run the bases and I will come back home again. I don't know. That reminds me of George Who's Carlin. On show. Second? Well, uh, there, did you ever hear the George Carlin thing? It's like the difference between football and baseball. No, and it's like football basically gets and says, "I will I will fight you for ten yards trying to get a touchdown as I battle through every defender in the way." In baseball, the object is to run home. <laughs> uh, it's really funny when you hear his whole bit on it. I'm like, ah, oh, well, if you're one who was a baseball fan, not a football fan, I guess you're gonna <laughs> be offended. But you know, it's all in good fun. Uh, but anyways, yes, I am your Spartan Pan Jeremy, and of course, with me again, Floss Boy Philip, as we've already heard from him today. Hello. We've got so much stuff to talk about today. Uh, one of, of course, the big things to talk about is: Do you realize next weekend? is free comic book day free free one of my favorite holidays although i guess guess technically it's not like a holiday holiday well no but uh i i will count it well sure i will count it as my blessings of of free comic book day uh we also had the thing called CinemaCon that happened uh, last week so there's a lot of big kind of movie news when dropped uh i think i got some new game stuff that i found out about this week uh and it's all coming up for you here on the Fandom Nexus, so make sure you stay tuned. And hey, make sure you tell your friends. If you have a good time hanging out with us, tell your friends about it and share it with them. And so we can all have a fun together. That is, that's part of what the Fandom Nexus is, is we all get to come together and just have fun. And we want to make sure everybody gets a chance to share in the glory of the fun. The Fandom Nexus. The Fandom Nexus. Oh, indeed. <laughs> wow, that microphone works really good for a distance for you. It actually sounds really good, i got to say. There we go. That thing, I mean, is this sounding pretty good? Normally, you know, like this one, in order to get the nice, good sound, I, I hold this one. I am get pretty close to it. I don't have to be that close to it, but I, I, I want to be quiet and intimate with it because that microphone will pick me up from you over here. You want to be intimate with it. That's well, interesting. that microphone, if I pull this one away, you can still hear me in that microphone over there. And so I try to hold it close so I can be close and intimate. And There hello. you go. Plus, I sound better this way. It's a little bassier. It's a little bassier. And I'm, I know I sound super sexy. Hi, ladies. Hey. I am married, though. Sorry. <laughs> but then again, you know, you, you, you hear the voice, and if the voice sounds nice, then you see a picture of me, and you're like, oh, gosh. <laughs> but, hey, you know, if you'd like a drawing of me on a T-shirt, I've been, I've been working on, uh, and I, I think I was talking to you, I, I need to get some T-shirts done up because yes. I'm about to attend NarthexCon June 11th. Anybody, by the way, in the Missouri area, if you're familiar with that story show, 
Uh, we've actually had James Kennison on the show from that story show. He's in St. Louis. He's doing yeah, it's it's almost like a little convention, but it's basically they're gonna they just want to invite people to record their podcast live. They call it NarthexCon, and I'm planning to attend because it's a free thing. And I figure when I show up, I want to be wearing a new shirt that is current because I don't have any Phantom Nexus shirts. And when is this North uh, this thing? June 11th. June, June 11th. I've got a registration for two people for Heather and I to go. Uh, I, I, I don't know if I can add a third person if you wanted to come with us. Actually, I believe um, it's a Saturday, and I'm hoping to get back before. You know, it seems Sunday. like there's something going on on that day. I can't remember what it is. Well, I know NarthexCon, that's what's going on. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so I've been working on some shirt designs. In fact, I could use maybe some some people's opinions. I've done a few different things with some previously done artwork, and some of it is like Philip has already drawn me in a He Man pose and also a Captain America thing, and I'm reusing those. Uh, I'm going to ditch the castle design that I've had for a long time because I, I don't know what Disney got after me for between the castle or calling myself to Disney and beyond. So, yeah, I don't know which one was the one that infuriated them the way they. They did a cease and desist on my uh, shirt, so I'm doing a shirt that doesn't have any. There's no mention of Disney. There is no mention or no picture of any castle. You'll either have me in a He-Man pose or me in a Captain America pose. I'd like to have some more pictures that have like you on there. I've been working on some of you a little bit, but I don't know what kind of hair you want or whatever. Have been well, normally my hair is even shorter than it is now, and I have that really short hair. I think several. Um, but I've done stuff for it's a, a Spider Pan, the Lost Boys of Neverland. That's yeah. kind of fun, and also ones to just say the Phantom Nexus. I'm going to make those shirts available. Uh, but if you uh, happen to follow us on Facebook. I, or Instagram at uh, Neverland Podcast, you can find uh, these these pictures and tell me what you like best about one, and then maybe you know I'll you know might make a whole new different thing. I might even have several different versions of different shirts I'll put out. Uh, but we do have a shop if you go to the website NeverlandPodcast.com In the uh, there's a menu that kind of goes underneath the emblem that will say shop, and it'll take you right out to our T Public page, and you can find some fun little logos, get them on shirts, get them on I think mouse pads. I think you can put them on a coffee cup if you want to. I mean, oh, don't say a mouse pad. Disney might get on to you. <laughs> oh, I know. I said mouse. Yeah. Uh, but we have all kinds of different things and a lot of fun things available. That's at, a mouse trap. <laughs> yeah, indeed. So that is coming up. But oh, I've got a, uh, as we get into our host chatter segment of things, I have to tell you all this crazy stuff that just happened to me just a little bit ago. Because this is scary, man. Um, so uh, I, I've been able to work from home, and I work from home two days a week, and then I'm in the office in St. Joe three days a week. Uh, which and it's quite the drive. It's it's getting very costly. My uh, my gas budget is getting blown up. Uh, with yeah, we all know about that, so we don't have to get into it too far. Uh, but when I work from home, I use a Google remote to remote into. Uh, my computer at work. So as long as my computer at work is turned on, I can I can get right in and I can do my work. Well, I was trying to work on grabbing some files for uh, some hearing place or whatever. We need to uh, update and add and add a Best of St. Joe logo to it because we have this thing we run through the TV station of like some Best of St. Joe and so people can vote what their favorite automotive place is and what their favorite this is and that is and that kind of thing. And so they want to put a logo up to get and try to encourage people, of course, to vote for them for Best of St. Joe. So I was going to you know, grab the files out of the archives, put them on the, the desktop PC at work, and then I could work with it and do a quick video edit and get it all done. Well, as I'm sitting there trying to reply on an email saying, oh, hey, well, I'm, I'm pulling it from the archives. I'll, I'll get something to you and I'll see what I can do. It's like my cursor was moving on its own and it went down in my signature thing and it kept fighting me like I would it would come down and I was like trying to like 
it would delete letters or I'd end up typing things. And, uh, you know, I have a signature file where it's got, you know, a different type of text where it has my name of Creative Services, KQ2, or, you know, KQTV, something like that. And I kept moving the cursor back up and trying to type my sense, and it kept moving around. I said, what is going on here? So I was like, you know, let me just send this email. And it, my name had gotten deleted out of my signature, and I didn't get to finish the sentence. And I was like, what is this? And I minimized my email program after I see something's gotten archived, then something else got deleted of my emails. I get out to the desktop, and it's almost, you know when you when you pass by your icons with your mouse icon, or your, with your yeah. mouse cursor, you know, it kind of lights up as it's kind of highlights. That's just, everything's just kind of highlighting on the desktop and just going all crazy. And I said, that's weird. That's That doesn't look right. And I had a hard time. I have a, thankfully I have a button right on the on the desktop to do a restart that uh, our, our tech guys set us up with, so I can just click that. And that's probably the only reason I was able to get the thing to restart. Which, unfortunately, I was in the middle of copying all those files off of our archives. But I was like, well, I don't know what was going on here. Something looks like somebody's has an independent mouse that I can't see and is moving around. And they kept opening up my browser and just messing around. Like like some five-year-old kid or whatever who's figured out how to mess around, that kind of thing. Yeah. And it might be, you know, it was around 3 o'clock, and I'm like, these kids are getting home from school, maybe because kids... They learn how to do this kind of thing. And it seemed like a kid's playing around thinking they're having a good time. Look, I hacked into a computer over at KQTV. Ha, 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 ha. Well, I restarted the computer. I came back and I said, okay, well, maybe there was just something wrong with the computer. But then it starts happening again. So I, I, I put it into restart. They obviously didn't know, you know my password. But it only seemed to do it when I was remoting in. So I contacted our IT guy, Bobby. And he goes down and he logs into the computer. doesn't have a single bit of problem. Uh, now, the thing is, is... Uh, when I started there, he was busy, so I've been using my own personal Gmail account to kind of, you know, I, I have access to that, and I use that for a remote logging in. And he wants to set me up with a, use my KQ2 as a Gmail thing. He didn't get a chance to set that up before. And I would use that for remote logging in to see if that makes a difference. But so I, I figured, okay, well, this, this is something on me that I need to be doing. So I go and I check, you know, on, on Gmail, you can check to see anything that's logged in with your your stuff. Nothing, nothing has logged in with my Gmail that that uh, I didn't know. And I went ahead and I changed my Gmail password just in case. But nobody's logged into my Gmail, so I don't know how they could get into remote thing other than on that on the computer at work, there's a specific password you would have to use to remote into it. Somebody might have hacked that. Which, that, I mean, that has nothing to do that I can do. That's something not definitely still on Bobby's end, I would figure. I'm going to have to talk to him tomorrow and see how I'll let him know. It's like, hey, I've, I've checked on mine. My stuff's clean. So, I mean, we can we can change whatever we need to, but uh, he doesn't like that I'm using my own personal equipment to, instead of using work equipment to get logged in. It's like, well, I, I've got this tiny laptop that, that the work gives me. I can't see the screen. It's really small. It's a lot smaller than this laptop I'm here. I'm using this my personal laptop. But I have a, my desktop PC. I have a big enough screen. I can edit. It matches the screen size that I have at work, so it's a lot easier to work with. Um, but he wants me to use the, that laptop, but... I have nowhere I can set that laptop down to be able to hook it into like a bigger monitor so I can see it or plug my mouse in. I just don't have any space, so that's that's going to be tricky. But we got to figure this out because. Uh, but I think it's somebody who's got to be able to hack from from the with the work the logging you know logging in there. They can't be getting in through my Gmail because yeah. I've checked. There's nobody getting in there but me. So, but that's just darn scary. But like, dude, people don't don't mess around with stuff. There yeah. are nasty people out there in that world. That's terrifying. It is, yeah, because like, who knows what this person could get to within our archives and just go around and think of they're being fun and deleting things. Yeah, you can not only mess up someone's work, but you could actually mess up something very important. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, he could have really, you know, this, whoever this is, he, she, whatever they are, 
uh, could really mess up things. At, but I think they think that's fun. That's like some sort of stupid prank because it seemed like a kid because they were just like, woo, look at me. Yeah. The way it was wiggling around. It seemed like some dumb kid messing around thinking they're being cute. It ain't cute, kids. <laughs> Parents, if you're hearing this, check, make sure what your kids do. Kids get technology handed to them way too soon. They learn how to do things that we would not have thought of doing when we were kids. I mean, that's and that everything runs on this technology now, and that's just kind of the way of the world. But I didn't want to bring the show down, but I just like this was an interesting thing that just happened to me today while trying to work. Yeah. And I tell you what, y'all, you got to watch it. And I, and I, I need to figure out how somebody's managing to do this, and because they had to have gotten over. And it's a complicated password that Bobby sets for being able to get into my work computer. Yeah, uh, through a remote access like that. And but how normal with remote access, you know, if if if, if I move the mouse, and if I'm working remotely from home, I move my mouse. You could actually see my mouse move on the screen at work if you were watching my screen. Hmm. Or, and likewise, if somebody moves the mouse around, I normally can see the mouse. So, how somebody gets in there where I don't see their mouse, but I see everything highlighting, that's, I don't, that's scary. And I don't know if I can trust now to get any work done. All right, we pause for a minute because Philip is sneezing. Oh, <laughs> there we go. I'm sorry. There we go. I just muted your mic for a little bit. But, anyways, so normally, of course, what we do with host chatter, this is kind of fun. So, I've got, what have you been watching? And I've got a few things I can mention I guess I've been watching. But I found a YouTube channel, and I don't know if this is their official at all. But it was, it was called the Hee Haw Warehouse. Oh. So I've watched some episodes of Hee Haw. And I had not realized how long Hee Haw had been running, because I oh, was yeah. watching an episode from like 1969. Oh, yeah, it was on a long time. Yeah, and it ran up until like 1999, I think, or I think I was seeing. There, there's, I mean, that show that ran for like, Forever, like thirty years. I know it was it was uh, it was at least twenty five. I remember them having the twenty fifth anniversary mm-hmm. or something like that, and it, it it seemed like it was it went off somewhere around then, but uh, yeah. but I could be wrong. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was around that time because I remember watching the last episode with my father, but I just don't remember when. Yeah. I don't remember the exact year. But I remember he was kind of sad because he'd been watching it for so long. Yeah. And I'm not even like a country music type like person, but it was a fun to watch. But yeah, he yeah. loved it. Um, we loved a lot of that. I remember Goober was on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Goober came on. Oh. I think that he actually was pretty much in character as Goober when oh, he, he came on the show. <laughs> he, he was just on there as George Lindsay, you know. Yeah, George Lindsay. George, and he had his name legally changed to Lord George L- Goober Lindsay because uh, <laughs> he went on there and t- took the hat on. Yeah, and, uh, you know that was a the jughead had French what I call yeah, it. Well, yeah, it was a it was a um, oh what they call them? They were um, what well, they were really. Um, they were um, part of a fedora that kids would take and oh, and they cut it up. They cut out the the middle part ah. and they take the the part, you know the part off that would and they what would happen is the kids would cut them up because they started selling these pins. We talked about it yeah, before. Yeah, they, they sell these pins and um, they would they would pin him on to the middle of it there and uh, you know Jughead was one of those kids the, the, the fallback of the of the, uh, yeah. the the World War II days yeah. and so that's, what, so that's what happened was they would take their dad's old fedoras that are worn out and there would be holes in them and so that, that's how the holes came in the, the top of the hat you see them on yeah. some of those and you know you saw Goober you yeah. know he had those so eventually they started cutting them that way they became so popular kids would start cutting them kind of like kids did with their jeans yeah. you know <laughs> and now by the way forgive me if you buy them this way it's just so stupid people like oh, i'm gonna spend more money to, to buy messed up jeans and and well heck you're starting to pay pay more for less material on a lot of different things <laughs> oh heavens the murder <laughs> um 
Uh, we're gonna sound like grumpy old men, and oh, that's not that's not man. the that, that's not the nostalgia we aim for. <laughs> I, I am a grumpy old man. I, I don't mind. I mean, I'm not that old, but uh, with my body, it, it, I'm pretty much that old. So, yeah. <laughs> Another thing that I watched this week is, uh, and we talked about this, that uh, Paramount Plus was gonna show, and they've recently, you know, uh, 4K'd it and everything. The new director's cut of Star Trek: The Motion Picture. I sat down and watched that one. And uh, it was funny because I had seen on YouTube where the, the, someone was kind of a Star Trek The Motion Picture, the staring contest movie. That's how it was in the one I already had. You yeah. Know, the gr- and everybody was staring. But I thought maybe they would have cut that down. They didn't. No, you can't. It, <laughs> I don't feel like they made that movie any better with this new cut. Because <laughs> I told you I had the the extremely long edition already. Yeah. And I've had it for a long time. Well, I thought this, this was supposed to be a shorter edition. I would have been in my thought. No. Because you could cut off most of that movie and it would probably only run about an hour and a half. I don't think you can make that a non... I mean, the thing is, is in there... Def- I don't think there is a defense for this, but <laughs> yeah. it was supposed to be a TV uh, yeah. show that they turned into a movie, and then they made that into a long thing. And they, they also didn't have time to edit it, even. They had to get yeah. it done. Boom, boom, kick well, it yeah, out to the theater. They had a, as they'd already scheduled a release date, yep. and they didn't have a script complete because Gene right. Roddenberry kept passing back and forth between Alan Dean Foster, and they'd keep taking mm-hmm. changes. So they'd get onto the set, and they wouldn't know what they were filming today, so they would say, all right, everybody stare to the view screen and react, and we'll just let the visual effects and, department do and, stuff. And they didn't even really know what they were reacting to. They're not, yeah, they didn't they're know what like, they were looking at. They're, they're just staring at it. And they're like, oh, yeah, oh, who, ah. And, and oh, there, there's a, a big uh, thing that you're seeing, and it's 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 amazing. And it's, it's like, oh, wow. No, it's, you've never ooh. seen it before. Yeah. And well, thank you. Leonard Nimoy, the great as he is, because, you know, he was probably the most uh, mesmerizing one in it because, I mean, Spock. Yeah. Spock isn't supposed to have great reactions anyway. So he's the one who's most obviously awesome because Spock's not supposed to go, Wow, he's supposed to just mm, mm, mm. fascinating. <laughs> of course, and then there's the, the great late DeForest Kelly. How yeah. can, he's great no matter what he does. He he, he goes, uh, they drafted me. <laughs> so yeah, they sucked him on the ship and he didn't want to be there. Like, what have we done? I retired, Jim. Yeah, he goes, they tra- He comes in with this, uh, looks like a jumpsuit. Yeah, with a big thing. collar, like 70s style. Well, it was the 70s. <laughs> he, they drafted me. And you can see his, uh, he's got this great, I mean, it looks like he came off the disco. Yeah, court. it does. Yeah, it does. It's awesome. Great big beard. He he's, looks like he's wearing this little disco chain yes. necklace. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's ridiculous. It's so funny. And then he gets all shaved up and oh, still doesn't get uniform. And so. he, he's like, a, Jim, did you miss me? I mean, the way he's talking yeah. to him. So <laughs> I just loved him. And then, uh, of course, Shatner. He was like a, He's very Shatner in this movie. Oh, very much. He came around wow. with T.J. Hooker in this whole thing. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, he was right at the time. You could see it. He's he's almost in between the Shatner that we knew through the 80s and the Shatner that we knew through the T.J. Hooker days. You know, he's kind of like that. That's very Shatner-ish. You know, oh, yes. He, he looks a little bit like he did in the TV show, but not much. You know, his hair became very, I don't know, for years people talk about him wearing a, a toupee. And he did. <laughs> Uh, in the back part and all that, no. which by the way, a lot of them did. It's yeah. just how yeah. it was. I mean, Walter Culling, uh, Chekhov, he had to. I mean, you can kind of tell. Well, we, well, now he has to definitely. Yeah. And by it the way, happens. the first couple of episodes they did not because they necessarily had to at the time, but because they, they were trying to make him look like Davy Jones of the Monkeys. And they, <laughs> right. They really did. They that's, did. That's why they hired him. Yeah, he was supposed to be the young and hip Russian guy. <laughs> and they said, we want him to look like Davy Jones. Yep. And, and so that's why they hired him. 
That's what it was. <laughs> I wonder if they made any Teen Idol posters of them or anything. Oh, I don't know, but... That's Wouldn't that be a weird thing, to, a vintage thing to find? And, like and the one Teen Idol to be poster. Russian because what he was trying to do is show, talking about the, uh, Gene Roddenberry, was trying to go for a world peace... Yeah. Type of thing, it's like the world, like we could all get together and be behind this one thing that we can explore space. The final frontier, indeed. These are the voyages of Starship Enterprise. It's mission, continuing mission. The five years. That's right, five year mission. <laughs> so, all right. So the other thing we like to do is what you've been playing now. Well, Obviously. I've been watching. I was going to say, I've been watching... Um, oh, you've you been know, watching your Cocoon movies I've been watching now. Cocoon because I... Uh, There's your 80s throwback. It, it took me a while to, to get them. I've been trying to get them for years. Um, but every time I went to get them, I, I, I tried to buy them years and years ago at Walmart. And when I went back to, to get them, because I didn't have the money the first time I saw them, went back to get them and they were gone. Mm. So I, I tried to get them online and someone was trying to sell them for $100. And I was like, I'm not doing that. So for years, every time I tried to get it, I would almost get it. Someone buy it out from under me, and, and then the other person would be trying to sell it for a lot of money. <laughs> and I'm like, I just couldn't do it. So the other day, I was able to get them both for not that much. I don't know, like like twelve, I think, for both of them. I was able to get it, and finally. And uh, the main reason why it made me jump on board was because I was really excited. I thought I was going to have to buy them. I was all excited because you know a lot of times on HBO uh, Max or whatever it's called, they. Uh, bring movies on there together and all of them yeah. and they did finally and they, it was a Cocoon The Return and I'm like oh well, what's the point where's the first, the first one, one. so yeah. finally I, I was like well what the heck I'll look and, yeah. and luckily they had them together again for real cheap I got yeah. them I may have them. seen The Return more than I've seen the first one because I remember that's where they, they uh, the kid wants to go with grandpa and everything well and, he did them both and, yeah. but in re- reality I like the first one better that one was directed by uh, Ron Howard, Ron Howard yeah. and he wasn't able to do the second one because he was directing Willow Willow yeah this is little indie film called Willow with, yeah, with some uh, some George Lucas guy. Yeah, you, know, you, you probably never heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> it's a they're both good, but both of them. I like the first one a smidge better. Um, it, it it does matter who directs. I'm not saying anything against the second one or the director, but it, it's not quite as uh, serious. But it's still good. Yeah, I may have to borrow this from and watch yeah. it. We'll, we'll have to do an episode about the Cocoon movies. Yeah, it's, what I love is the message basically about. Uh, that just because you're old doesn't mean you're out. Right. And I like that. Yeah. That's, I love that message anyway. Yeah. Especially uh, as we're getting older ourselves. I mean, I'm about to turn 45 this month. Well, I'll tell you the truth while I'm watching it. Um, I was always very close to my grandparents. Yeah. My grandpa, I mentioned this before, my grandpa was one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. My grandma, too. And and really, uh, Jeremy is grandma and grandpa. Really, all of the people, the older ages that I grew up with in the church. I, I'm a pastor of the church, and I, I look out, and I still remember those people. Yeah. I think people need to be respected. It doesn't even matter what their age is. Yeah. And when I look at these, uh, these people were of the generation of my grandma and grandpa, uh, the, the the greatest generation, they call them, in the uh, World War II. And when I think about how so many people of our newer generation, they don't think about that as much as this. Not to say I know what they're thinking, but I'm talking about by our actions, we are known. Yeah. And so it, it, I think we ought to respect the generations and really come to to know and show them, show them how much we appreciate them. That's yeah. all. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, we'll have to do an episode on Cocoon, but I need to watch him again because yeah. it's been oh, so long. Brian Denny is so yeah. great. You know, he's a, yeah. There's so many good actors. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Yeah, and then Wilford Brimley. Wilford Brimley. And his, Which, uh, do you know, I didn't know. 
how much younger he was than we knew. Oh, yeah. He, he was like in his late 40s when he was doing those films. <laughs> yeah. But he's like just a little well, bit older than me. And speaking of he, Paul, Grandpa Jones, when I started watching him in 69, you can see his from his skin, he's not really that old, but I think it was part of his comedic character thing that he did. And I think that's what he ha was. It was a, com- a mixture of a bunch of country-style comedians and performers of different sorts that they put them all together in their own show, and it was just corny jokes. And I don't know why I didn't realize until this past week that when they would tell their corniest jokes is when they would do it in the corn field. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. For their corny jokes. It's like, oh, I get it. The yeah, corn but we were, jokes. But we were little kids. Like babies. Yeah, it, we were just, that. you know, it was just funny stuff. And we like, I searched the world over and thought mm-hmm. I found true love. You she made another. And you were gone. gone. And we'd always remember that one. And I remember uh, John Ritter went out there and did that one time. Oh, wow. The, the whole That'd time that they were doing it, he was going... <laughs> The whole yeah. time. <laughs> and you know what? I was used to in the 80s, they'd spit on each other. Oh, yeah. In the 60s or whatever, they wouldn't. They no, didn't do that. It, it, it didn't come on until later. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my goodness. But uh, on to what we've been playing, because i got to keep things moving. Sure, sure. And, of course, obviously, we've still been playing WWE 2K. Oh, yeah. It's going to take a while for And, it. y'all, if you get on to the Neverland official gaming channel, we did an entire pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've edited it down to where there's not so much loading time. And wait, there's no commentary from us. It's just a regular commentary. Uh, well, but I've got so many crazy fun characters. I've got another pay-per-view that's queued up, ready ready for us to play as well. Uh, for It's a couple of different shows. But uh, I've been having fun making characters. I've been making He-Man characters. You've been making characters. But here's here's the thing. We now, If you want to find some of the stuff we made, and if you would even like to download me and kick my butt... <laughs> Because I know you want to. Done. <laughs> uh, if you do a search within the creator things, so if you happen to have the new game, if you search for Spider Pan, you should be able to find me now. I figured out how to change my username. And if you want to see, uh, Philip makes all kinds of fun characters. Uh, and you're under Pastor P A C, right? Mm-hmm. Pastor Pack. Make yeah. sure you spell Pastor. You did spell Pastor correct this time, yes, I guess, I did. with an O, because he actually, when he made his character, put it with an E instead of an O. It's it pretty funny. <laughs> I need to change it on mine, too, but I keep forgetting. I'll just get you in there. I'm going to put it online and change the things around on that. So. Yeah. But yeah, we were making a lot of fun characters. In fact, I have an entire arena based around the Phantom Nexus with our logo. If you think that would be fun for you to download that arena, create a show around it, get me in there, and whoop my butt. You go even, for it. You have even fun. have the uh, title of that. The um, yeah, it's the Fandom Nexus. Fandom Nexus title. Yeah. So if that sounds like fun to you, feel free. I put mm-hmm. it up there, and I, you I know downloaded what? it. If you put video up somewhere on YouTube of using that, and you or put a video of you kicking my butt, let me know. I want to see. <laughs> oh, I want to see it. <laughs> yeah. Share share YouTube links with me. Send it to our email podcast at neverlandpodcast.com and say, hey, I kicked your butt. Well, hey, thank you. You know, thanks for downloading me so you can kick my butt. Because I know every once in a while you probably do, right? You just get sick of me and <laughs> you just want to kick my butt you know i just say nothing either that, either that or maybe you're just like maybe you love me and you want to tag team with me and I'll, i would be glad to tag team with you <laughs> we will make an awesome team we will win the championship together we'll go you are the champion my friend so, uh <laughs> but they're they're still working out some of the glitches and bugs there's been updates like almost weekly here lately and uh, there's still a few bugs with the saving and stuff i think that you know has crashed out on the ps4 i guess in ps5 i don't think you're having as much trouble as i'm having yeah on i some don't things. think quite as much one thing i'll um, say is with a game like that there's so much to it people some people said all those games don't work. listen there's so much detail so many uh so many things they do on those games that i mean how could there not be some bugs? I right. Mean, There's going to be bugs. I even had one today that I uh, I think it was me versus uh, your brother-in-law. 
Oh, joke. Yes, yes. And I had a funny glitch where he like, where he kind of side to side, he wiggled. And I'm the seizure man. I should yeah. be the one oh, seizing. He, yeah, he totally seized up. It was it was funny, and I, I clipped it real fast. It doesn't even bother when so, I do it because yeah. I even purposely give myself. Look, I'm not making fun of anyone who has a seizure, but I can make yeah, fun of myself. Yeah, you have them. I mean, yeah, yeah I make fun of myself. So I purposely give myself uh, what do you call them taunts. I give mm. myself taunts where they could look a little bit like I'm wiggling around oh, like you're a seizure. Down. Yeah, because yeah. you know it's the stuff I live with, unfortunately. Oh, and that's even something I'm looking forward to somebody you remember the marvel the white rabbit oh yeah, yeah. she's like a spider-man villainous yeah uh somebody had created her and i downloaded her and for some reason now she's been in two matches and it better be like a four-way or a three-way match triple threat or fatal four i guess i should say sorry yeah with you know but my <laughs> wife will be involved my wife is currently a champion one of the champions Aerith Aerith gainsborough from final fantasy 7 is my main champion of the glow show but White Rabbit has now gotten two pins over on on my wife Heather, and this pay per view that I've got ready to ready to roar into play on is finally it's for the title. It is my wife and the White Rabbit. I'm kind of looking forward to see how this is going to go. So it sounds like an Alice in Wonderland thing. It does. It does. <laughs> She's chasing the White Rabbit. But I'm I'm looking forward. To, I almost I I think if I play as Heather, I will probably end up winning. But then again, I was playing as Heather at the times that she's gotten pinned. So, there's a chance she could lose this title. You know what would be a great ring if we could make? I'm sure we could do it. If we put the, like, made cards on the, what do you call them, the, the buckles? Not the buckles, the uh, paddings around the buckles. The turnbuckles? Turnbuckles. Have, have cards on that and then, you know, have it all around look like a Wonderland thing. Oh, we totally could do that, you know. That would be a great Wonderland ring. I bet somebody ring. has, because I've got a, a grid, uh, pardon me. <laughs> Pardon me there, uh, but I've actually downloaded uh, and we played in it. The last review was where somebody made a really cool Return of the Jedi theme arena. I'm right now. This current pay per view is an Empire to the Caribbean arena. Oh, that looks go. fantastic! But people have been making a lot of fun. You know, there's a lot of people oh. who are just they're just wrestling junkies and they make a lot of wrestling rings. It's really cool. But all the fans that make themed ones, Marvel ones, Great DC stuff. ones. I even have one that I'm using. It is the VWA from the old NES Pro Wrestling. But where'd the rum go? <laughs> uh, we drank it before we got into the ring to try to numb the pain of beating each other. Oh since my us. There we go. Those guys really do get hurt a lot. Of yeah, times. they do. They do. Man, uh, it's a it's a rough job. Did but you, you ever see it. the? Uh, this is a real match. Did you ever see? I think it was one the first or one of the very first um, TLC matches where I can't remember who what his name was, where the table came up, boom, smacked the dude right in the nose. I mean, oh. split the nose um, in pieces. Ow. It was. It was terrifying. They had to take him out of the match. Oh, it, yeah. it was a um, it was a tag team match. It was like four tag teams in there, and it it, it came up and split his nose. I mean, Ow. it it was terrifying. Ooh. Oh, it yeah. it was a great match though. Now that y'all having a visual of being having your nose hit by the table. Oh, it was uh, awful. <laughs> it was terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of the stuff that they do that they really they do put, sometimes put themselves on the line. Oh, they do uh, trying to entertain you, so you have to appreciate them. Yeah. Uh, other things I've been playing. I finally sat down to play the infamous Resident Evil Six. Oh, I haven't seen now, that. Resident Evil Six is infamous because uh, after Resident Evil Four, because that was a big seller. That was Resident Evil Four. It's one of the best Resident Evil games they've made. 
uh, they thought that, that the players wanted more of an action style good game. And so they did Resident Evil 5, and it was, oh, okay, well, this is a little different. This is very much action. Okay, I guess it's different. Uh, so I didn't play Resident Evil 6 because I played a demo and I didn't like it long ago, and then... From what I heard, it's like wow, they just went all out trying to make an action game, and it's just not—it's just not Resident Evil. And they had to fix it all and revamp everything for Resident Evil Seven and Village, uh, and made it scary again. Resident Evil Six ain't scary at all. <laughs> it is a shooting gallery. I swear, you're just running. I, I started playing. I'm not really getting it. I mean, it's—it's it's kind of a, a, amusing, but uh, it's not one of the one that I'm uh, like getting all into or like, oh, I, I want to keep going. It's kind of like, well, all right, I got through that chapter. Well, let's go play wrestling some more. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's a zombie shooting gallery, and uh, I mean, it's, they got some variety, but I mean, they've they've come up with a, a new virus. Uh, I believe it's a C virus. And instead of like your typical zombies, they got some that could jump at you. Or they're smart enough that they'll, they're still zombies, but they'll carry a baseball bat or a shovel and, and try to hit you with it. And some, and one, one area of the outbreak, it's some of like uh, their SWAT teams or soldiers that were trying, coming to deal with it that have become zombies and they still have their guns. They don't have enough sense to point it at you, but they're sitting there just randomly shooting their guns around. I'm like, well, that okay, that's kind of interesting. So I mean, there's a lot of a lot of stuff put into the game to kind of make it fun, uh, and it, it, it's for it's worth, I guess, playing. But for if you're if you're a longtime fan of Resident Evil, you're probably not going to have as much fun. It's just not quite Resident Evil, you know. It's just weird. So, but yeah, but I'm playing it, and I don't know how long I'll take to go through it because I'm kind of playing it. Then I'll go play something else, and I'll play another bit of it, and I'll play something else. I know that uh, <laughs> not long ago, it's about a week and a half ago. I was watching Tremors, the original. Oh, that's, my, that's the one I love. Fooled and, you. Oh, yeah. I that's love that movie. joke. <laughs> While I was sitting there watching it, I was sitting there thinking, you know, it would be great if they could make a movie. I mean, a, make <laughs> a, a game, game based off Tremors. That would be, it'd be like a Resident Evil thing, except you're being chased by the Tremors. But by the worms. By the, I mean, like suddenly... Uh, Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, the original, actually did a big giant worm that was going oh. over in the sewers that you have to fight with at one that, point. That would be fun. Oh, it's kind of terrifying. That's what it, I mean. Its mouth would open up, like, blah, almost like a sandworm from Dune, man. Well, there's a similarity. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I, in fact, when I first saw Tremors, I thought of the that sandworm. Sandworm, yeah. Same um, like Beetlejuice ripped off the sandworm, too. Oh, yeah. Sandworms. You hate them, right? Yeah, I, I really hate I him I myself. I yeah, <laughs> I can't do a good Beetlejuice voice. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was not good, and I will freely admit to that. Well, at least you sound a little bit like the cartoon one. <laughs> I thought it was almost a little bit like uh, Barney from The Simpsons. Or hey, uh, Homer! Bobcat Goldfleet. <laughs> hey! Hey! No, that's Barney. <laughs> well, I swear they ripped Barney off. They ripped off Bobcat Goldway uh, for Gold, that Barney Goldfleet, character. Yeah. yeah. I mean, goodness, he, you, you, it's, it's hard to, to match him. But anyways, I guess we'll get into some uh, news. Spanning the Disney and Geek Universe to bring you the best in comics, toys, movies, and entertainment. This is news from around Neverland. Okay, so uh, I found an article from Insider.com where they have a list of some of the movies that they were excited about, of uh, different scenes they were showing in that. There's a photo from this upcoming Elvis movie that uh, I, I think that's supposed to be like the comeback show. It like, is. They filmed it in Hawaii, didn't they? Um, I, I don't remember if it was Hawaii. Um, uh, I, I know it was, it was a, it was a, um, it was it a, was a big deal. It was a Christmas um, 
thing, originally his uh, manager at the time wanted him to make it a Christmas. It was kind of a Christmas thing. It was the uh, uh, 68 special. Yeah. And, and he made a, uh, basically it was supposed to be Christmas based. And there was only one uh, song that he sang that was somewhat Christmas-like. But it was, because that's what original was going to be, kind of Christmas based. But he wanted to make it to where it could be seen all year long for the most yeah, part. But, yeah. it, but you know, think uh, This was then. his return from the military, I believe. Yeah. yeah, for the most part. And when he came back, um, you know, the Beatles were around. These are the days of the, 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 you know, more of the hippie generation. And, yeah. and he kind of missed out on a, few, a couple of years there where uh, the, the only thing that his manager did do that worked out for the good was his manager uh, had him record quite a few recordings and every once in a while would release and keep him uh, still releasing yeah. songs here and there. That did help. Yeah, and keep him in the public eye. Yeah, that really, that really did help. Yeah. I have a, a movie about that yeah. that was made for television. It's pretty good. Um, it has um, Oate, who, who plays. But anyways, I want to get the focus back on this okay, one. Okay, I was going to say, it, <laughs> I was about it, to say it, you're chasing a, a rabbit. Dennis, I mean, Randy Quaid plays the, the manager. He oh, does a goodness. great job. I know they've done like a TV movie about That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's pretty good. But, but this uh, one looks really good. But this is a photo of this new upcoming Elvis movie. Uh, and there's this photo, I mean, it just looks like they just looked from the TV it. special. This looks really great. Really look forward um, to Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness coming out this week. Guess what? Can't we will wait. be, uh, provided everything goes correctly, we will be back next week. You will hear from us because it'll be free comic book day, and we'll go see Doctor Strange. Top Gun Maverick is scheduled for May twenty seventh. Looking awesome. Uh, but there's a lot of different games. Jurassic World Dominion, June tenth. I know Phillip's really looking for that. You ain't a kidding. Like your June seventeenth. I mean, a lot of this. And then there's the Elvis June twenty fourth. But a lot of the things that I was seeing for CinemaCon, they got to see clips and stuff of all these different movies. And uh, every once in a while on social media, you might have heard, "Oh, we've announced something." But the only things that I that I got announced was stuff I was like, "Well, yeah," like another Ghostbusters movie is coming. Well, yeah, obviously they set it up. And then, of course, the Batman's getting a sequel. Well, yeah, obviously, they're going to build a new DC extended universe. There will be another Batman movie coming. Come on. So it's like all this news I was getting, I wasn't getting that excited about. I was like, well, yes, I know they're going to do it. So everybody's posting, oh, they they announced they're going to make another Batman. Really? Did you not realize they were going to do it already? I mean, it's like, yeah, water is wet. Yeah. You know, this just in, grass stains your pants, you know. I mean, <laughs> it's stuff that we know. It's like, yeah, we know. Thank you for announcing it at CinemaCon. But, yeah, I the excitement on the social media was just like, oh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, you're, you know, I'm looking forward to you know, seeing the next movie, but I'm not all that stunned, shocked, or whatever, like, or surprised that they announced it. That, oh, by the way, we're going to make a sequel to that. Because, like, obviously we knew you were. Now I've just got to wait for you when you do it. Well, you ended it on a, I don't know if you want to say cliffhanger. But you ended up on almost no, the Ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah. Well, Ghost, I mean, well, not heck, Ghostbusters. They even, I meant Batman. Oh, it Batman was, even. Yeah. yeah. The, it was like, but Ghostbusters as well, it, you, you, I don't know if you want to say that it was obvious, but it was in a sense like a, oh, wink, wink, wink. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, we'll have more with Batman. Ha, ha, ha. Be how to Joker. Uh, well, the one thing that was an announcement that uh, I guess we weren't expecting. Now, uh, granted... Uh, we we we, t- we kind of expect the MCU is just going to keep going, Marvel Cinematic Universe. But uh, Kevin Feige did announce that they've got plans for at least ten more years of MCU, which of course provided the momentum keeps going. Now I there is some concerns that they might end up killing their momentum by some changes they're doing. Uh, and I even watched a, a video. Uh, uh, I don't watch this guy that often because it's one of those videos where they want kind of complains about everything. But he did make some solid points of. Uh, 
how they're they're changing over. They want to have more women heroes, and but they're not building them in a proper way to make them make them good heroes. They're 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 establish their women characters in a wrong way by they teach themselves how to be better than the men, and they they um oh what is they they. Well, basically, he, he had a whole sequence. Like, do you realize that nearly every Marvel male hero has been hit in the groin by a woman that they're trying to make stronger? And like, and nearly, and they go went through. But you listen up. Here's nearly every woman who's brought in there who is self-taught. I just taught myself, and now I'm just better than all the men. That's not how you make a good hero character. So, but that seems like that's the direction they're going. They're going to give us all these female characters, but they're not going to make them good characters. Kind of like Captain Marvel. They kind of messed that up there. But and they're not looking over what Warner Brothers did with that Wonder Woman movie, which was fantastic. They got it right. And it made, then, they, then they made the Wonder Woman in 1984, and you're like, what, what happened? There's things about it I liked. Yeah, but it, but it, they, they it, blew it well, <laughs> in a lot of ways. A part of the reason was, for me at least, Part was and I'm not trying to pick on the actor, but they spent half their time trying to make fun of a, a public individual um, with one of the characters. Mm, uh, yeah, and they did. That was their point. Yeah, they even yeah. said that. They so. they get so far in agenda, they're not telling us a good story anymore and making good characters. Mm. And Marvel has that needs to go through. It's like you know what? What makes a good hero character? And they're they're giving us some newer ones, but you know they. There's there's some established Did characters. When we get some X Men, newer ones are newer ones. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> no, some of the newer ones. I mean, yeah. there's there's some great potential characters they can if they get into the get some X Men going. Because I mean, who is the the woman among all women of Marvel? Who is the oh. top? The Invisible Woman. The Invisible of Fantastic Woman. Four. Absolutely. Storm. Storm. I mean, some of them. Jean Grey. Jean Grey. Yeah. You've got some gold, good old fashioned, been around a long time women Rogue. that a lot of us would be excited to see. But if, if they mess it up, they never did do Rogue right on the last round. They did. I, they, I, they didn't they didn't do bad, but they didn't want they didn't go far enough to where she got all the powers that she would get. And they didn't do the Marvel Girl thing. And yeah, they, but they could now. They no, have Captain Marvel yeah. out there. They, they could, could have Rogue absorb all of her powers. That would be, and then we get a Rogue that like we had in the nineties. That's the way it ought to be, man. Because yeah. that that's what was, that's what we're used to. You know, I love Rogue. A strong Rogue that could fly. I and love Rogue, man. Rogue smash is, some people. Rogue is awesome. Rogue is still my favorite of all those gals, man. She was just Rogue so cool. Was awesome. Yeah, and but and, they had more to them than their get powers. The Gambit story and her because her and Gambit were oh, just yeah, they were just great together. Because Gambit was more me. I mean, he was just yeah. cool. He's such a flirt, and then she's like, oh, she was attractive, but I can't touch you. You know what happens if I touch somebody? I'll kill him. Yeah, you know, and and the last guy, first boy I kiss, I put in a coma. And I want to see a real southern accent too. I don't want to see. I don't even know what they were trying to do, but it, I want to well, see. She kind of had one. I just want to see the real uh, story between yeah. them all, and I've been talking about all of them. Yeah, I want to see it happen, but I want to see them done. You know, done a service because it's not not I just you shouldn't be just years. about. Oh well, we we're just so happy to have representation. Like, yeah, well, you deserve a better hero to represent you. Yeah, and the thing is, you like, need, I, you need I a like, good character. I like the, those films. All right, I guess it's just that, um, the to me, this is just me speaking, but I think a hero. Is someone who has to go through the hard times. Yeah. And I'm not trying to quote uh, Dusty almost worse shirts. Hard times. I, I'm not trying to say that you have to go through, but the hard times a lot of times what makes you a hero. Yeah. Um, oh, and heck, even the Batman, he went through such a character growth. It takes him a long time, but then when you see him emerge and become, instead of just, I am vengeance, to, I got to save these people and sacrifice myself nearly, he nearly dies trying to save people. When, it's like he became. Batman I recently watched point. Rocky, which is 
to, yeah. to oh, me. I watched Rocky. I forgot I was going to bring that up for some. I watched. I watched that Rocky Four. Rocky cut, and um, Karate Kid, directed yes. by the same man, by the yes. way. Yes. But the the thing is, is Karate Kid. When you watch it, he was a little bit whiny in the yeah. beginning of it. As, and Rocky, uh, same way. Well, not that he was a whiny guy, but that they both had to go through a lot of hard times in order to get there to the top yeah. of the mountain to become who they were going to be. Exactly. Even Superman had a learning curve. That's right. That's right. And in order to get to where you got to be, you, you a lot of times will have to climb and go through a lot of work. And go yeah. through, and, and that, I, I love that. I don't want to see someone just, by the way, here you oh, go. I get to be awesome just because I'm a woman. Yeah. Because that's kind of what they're doing. And I hadn't realized that Moon Knight, I'm loving Moon Knight. Oh, me too. But they've been, been a little guilty. And I hadn't thought of it until they, he pointed out. It's like you realize the, rain, the main character, the main hero, we're not seeing Moon Knight except for uh, up to the, the fourth episode. He says, like, you realize if you time it out, he's had about four minutes of screen time in the yeah. costume. Yeah. And we've had more time with Stephen Lang, an alternate personality who's kind of a, a wuss. Yeah. And that, but that gives opportunity for the female character, Layla, that we didn't know anything about, to her be the strong one. And it's like, well, we're making it a Layla's series a little too much there. But uh, I, I think you're getting back on track. I think uh, uh, Moon Knight, I still feel, is pretty well balanced. Yeah. And I'm expecting in the final episode, we're going to see a lot more of him in the Moon Knight costume and actually being Moon Knight. Because so, they're trying to get that, the yeah. inner character to yeah. get balanced and this, out. And this, this fifth episode was wild and weird and, and cool. Oh, was that I dug it. But I really liked it. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. But they're, they're, they're doing a nice mental study. But you know, so, but it was pointed out. It's like we seem to see more of Stephen Lang, who is not capable of stuff, so the uh, so Layla can shine more. It's like, you know, we're passing it more to her than we are. We want to see Moon Knight. So. I will say this, though. I'm talking about on a, on a personal perspective. Uh, watching Stephen Lang go through what he went through and all that stuff helped me. Uh, it, I, I mean, personally. Well, really, when you Mark Spector, what he's gone through with the, with the abusive mother. No, well, I don't want to say too much. I'm spoiling no, things. No, but I, I mean, Stephen, because watching Steven him um, react the way he does helped me as a person because I'm a very timid person sometimes. I don't mean to be, but watching him kind of helped me because I realized that you need to, it's good to be kind. Yeah. Nice, but don't be quite so timid, and that's helped me. Uh, I recently be kind, but don't be a doormat. Yeah, and so recently, uh, going through all that, watching him, I'm not saying he taught me because it just so happened at the exact same time when I'm watching this shows a few other things was happening in my life, and while uh, someone tried to say something to me, and I'm like, mm, no, 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 not having that happen. Mm. And I was right as I happened, I watched the show, and I was like, oh, you see, there's times I've acted a little too much like that Stephen character, and I'm yeah. not letting that happen anymore. So it. It just so happens that as I'm watching the show, I'm realizing that uh, the Stephen character in some ways taught me what not to be. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody give Oscar Isaac an Emmy. Holy cow. Oh, my goodness. He's a heck of an actor. My goodness. Oh, it's like all the different characters he has to play in one thing like that. It's like, and, dude, and I gotta that's say, amazing. I love the, the computer effects on that hippo. How, how cute and adorable. Yes. I love that character. Yes, I don't know who great. it was who did the voice. Uh, it was great. Uh, one thing that I still, the best visual that I think I've seen is, I think it was, I think it was episode three or four, when he, uh, when Moon Knight, in the full costume, when he jumps off of like that glass pyramid and his cape actually does the moon shape, like what they oh, always draw him in the comics. Yeah, I loved it. When he went into that shape with the cape, I was like, yes! That was perfect. Oh, it was so great. I always remember that visual. And I felt like it, it was, was so um, good. really bringing, honestly bringing the comic book to life. Like, yeah, I always in a lot see of it. ways they did. They did a great job. And, and this is just a personal thing, but I, I felt like it was 
like drawings and stuff I drew as a kid. Not not of that character, but of other characters and stuff that I would come up with and you would come up with, Jeremy. Yeah. And it was like watching the comic books and pictures I've drawn a million times, like watching it in front of me on the television. And I was like, wow, That's this is like awesome. something yeah. that I wanted to see my whole life, or at least the last 30 years. I was like, and here it is, I'm, and I'm getting to see it. And yeah. oh, okay, I know it sounds corny, but that's but that's what we want. I'm, yeah, it's I want that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So I'm yeah. loving the show. And I, I, and I, I look got, forward to the moment I wake up on Wednesday mornings. Boom! I got to go yeah, to it. <laughs> I, I got to work though, so I got to wait. Yeah, uh, you know, I've been watching sometimes like Friday when I work from home. I'll, I'll try to eat breakfast and watch oh, it before I start. I, I got to be so. honest. There's been times at midnight, at Tuesdays, like, awake. I, I, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to sleep so I can work. <laughs> I can't do it. I have to work for a living. Yeah, there are some things I have concerns about Marvel comics and some things that I've that they're doing that uh, we're going to get to with free comic book day. I'll talk about that later, which there's some other weird stuff. But anyways, uh, something else I saw, this was, this is kind of sad. The circle K that we use in Bill and yes. Ted is closing down. And Alex Winters said a very tweeting tweet that we it. all just dust in the wind. Mm-hmm. So uh, there are, there are things afoot in the circle K no longer. That's right. And I guess it was in, uh, Oh, where was it? And somewhere in Arizona. Yeah. It's, it is it'd be nice sad. to visit it before it comes down. To me, that is. I bet the, a lot of people are going to visit before it gets torn that down. That is too. the probably the most famous Circle K. <laughs> oh, that is the most famous Circle K. Clearly, yeah, I, I love that place just yeah. because. So, how many memories? But you know, at least we got the memories still. Yeah, we got the memories. That's right. <laughs> ah, here something else is a fun memory, and I've got uh, I've got an article on it to pull up as well from Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters News has a lot of stuff. There's a fellow in Canada. He's got a website and a uh, YouTube channel. But Hook and Ladder Number Eight, they're in New York City. Uh, they were given a Ghostbusters sign uh, a while back, and they have officially lit it up. Oh, now that is awesome. Now this is, of course, the that, fa- the firehouse used the in the first movie. Yeah. And the second movie, of course. Oh, yeah. Uh, but they were given one in celebration for the theatrical release of Ghostbusters Afterlife. And it's been put out on display. And it actually, they got a photo of it here of it at night. Got it lit up. That's tremendous. That's uh, great. That's fantastic. I mean, and there's a GoFundMe page, I guess, that's set up to where you can help to donate. Um, they're, oh, what is it? They're donating. they got a special thing going on. Hang on. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, they ex- they exceeded their original goal when they were trying to raise money for uh, the 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 sign. I think there's something special they're trying to raise money for too. They want to do an annual fundraiser for the firehouse. We've worked with the firehouse to determine something that they need, and this year we are raising funds for a vending machine to be placed inside the firehouse for the crew to enjoy. So they're raising money, I guess, because I, I figure it's still a working firehouse. Oh, it is, from what I understand. So, so they're taking care of the fire department over there Good. because, like, you're working in a very special precinct. Yes, absolutely. Indeed. And, and, and in New York, you know, right? Yeah. In, in New York City, those people are busy all the time having to protect all those people all the time. Yes, That's indeed. a big, big city. Okay, well, we're, we're in a new month, which means I get to uh, talk about some of the new games. Uh, let me look and see if there's anything. I haven't looked at this list to see if there's... If, Rift Tracks the Game. What is it? Oh, Rift Tracks the Game. That's the people who are behind uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 who do Rift Tracks. Oh. They have a game on PC, PS4, Switch, Xbox One. It's a party game. We were just talking about Mystery Science Theater 2000. Holy cow. Let's see if there's anything else that uh, I'm excited about. Listed. You know, I'm excited about the Call of Duty I was telling you about. Evil Dead, the game. There you go. Oh, yes. I want to try that. Coming May 13th. No. I think it's going to be based more off from uh, carrying over from the uh, the television series. Probably. I didn't like that as much as I did. Streets of Rage 4 is being brought to Android and iPhone. Hmm. Mm, I think I'd rather play it on a console. 
A My Little Pony Maritime Bay Adventure. And for those of you, oh, Pac-Man Museum Plus. Yes, I was wanting to try May that. May 27th. Heck yeah. You know I'm a Pac-Man nut. Oh, lots of Pac-Man. Oh, wow. Right in time for your birthday. <laughs> yes, indeed. So if somebody wants to buy me a Pac-Man set for my PlayStation, I'm happy. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, there's a lot of other different things, but not, not anything that I've really heard much about. We need to look in that Godzilla thing I told you about. Godzilla. Uh, it's, believe me, it's coming. Ah, Disney Mirrorverse. Now, there's already toys of this out. But there's also a mobile game coming. There we go. Beyond the worlds familiar to you, there exists another, born of powerful stellar magic. A universe reflected from the familiar, yet different. Perilous. The Mirrorverse. At its center lies the Stellar Mirror, with malevolent forces seeking to shatter its power. Guardians stand together, united against this unrelenting threat. As the darkness closes in, all must fight to protect the Mirrorverse and save all the worlds beyond. So you can pre-register now at DisneyMirrorverse.com, but this is going to be a mobile game. Uh, but uh, as I mentioned, and I was even talking to a guy at GameStop uh, about this, but there's already the McFarland Toys has already released figures. I've seen them. They're Disney characters kind of doing different type of things. And he says he he was pretty excited. So that there's a Mickey who's he's got he's, he's like a sorcerer Mickey, but he's like a cool looking sorcerer Mickey because I guess he wasn't cool looking before. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I always thought he was cool looking. Yeah, but I guess it's like an enhanced. But all these new different toys are all coming around. Okay, I'm gonna skip that next story. That I was uh, I was talking to this uh, talking to Philip about that one earlier, and I was like I didn't know if that seemed to what we wanted to get into because it's not fun fun story. So I'm going to go back to more fun stories. The Force Unleashed. Which did you ever get to play that? I played a little bit with y'all. I know Seth and I, I talked it, about uh, it for years. Yeah, I had it on my Xbox 360. It has been released on Switch by Aspire. They are the same ones who brought Knights of the Republic over to the, over to the Switch. Now, what I have seen though on this. This is the Nintendo Wii version of the game. Oh, okay. So the graphics are not as good, and it's got some motion controls, but you can shut those off. So it's Wii Wars? <laughs> no, yeah, it's Star Wars Wii Wars. Uh, but if you've never played The Force Unleashed, I'm going to encourage you. Uh, it's $20 right now. I'm not, I've already got it on a different system, so I'm not really that concerned about buying it for the Switch right now. Uh, but if you've never played The Force Unleashed, or if you just need another copy... Go ahead and pick it up. But it is, keep in mind that if you've played it on like an Xbox 360 or on a PS3, it has been downgraded because the weed was not as powerful as the other systems. And they just brought over that version. Winston, I, I, instead of Winston, I have Winstead. Oh, my goodness. Winston is being added to the Sega. Did you ever play the Sega Genesis Ghostbusters game? Oh, yeah, I did, yeah. Well, they for some reason, Winston was not in the game. Why? So, don't know why. I just it just didn't, didn't make any it. sense. They're probably because they didn't have the, the uh, maybe they didn't have enough memory space to do any more than three playable characters. And instead of just modding and doing a cover up of one of the characters to make it look like Winston, they just flat out just added Winston in on a mod. This is not official. 
this is a fan-made thing, so uh, uh, I'm not going to tell you how to get it because it's not te- technically legal. Oh, okay. Okay. But it's just kind of cool that somebody took the time to do that. So I've got another uh, PCGamesIn.com. Well, i got to click the right thing here. Captain's Log, The Last Voyage of Trigon, A Space Story. Now, why did I grab this? There was something specific about this that I thought I'd grabbed. Something called Captain's Log, Trigon. I, you know, I, I feel like I clicked this and it was something else when I was grabbing this thing. It's something on PC games. I guess something. I heard something about this game, but now I don't remember what I heard about it. Yeah, well, yeah. I, like, uh, was this supposed to be a Star Trek style game? I guess not. I don't know. I don't remember what it was, so I'm just going to move on. But I had the link here. Uh, okay, here. I'm going to go ahead and bring this up. I was going to bring this up maybe later. <clears throat> and free comic book day. Pardon me. I had to clear my throat a little bit. But, uh, okay, so there's a couple of things going on that uh, this is what keeps me from getting too far back into comics. So, Moira McTaggart, friend of Charles Xavier, at some point they've turned her into, a, like, a killer cyborg. <laughs> She's skinless. So Ooh. what she does is she goes around, because okay, she's a machine underneath now, she skins people alive and wears their skin. Oh my goodness, like a, like a not Hannibal Lecter, what was the... Um, uh, the guy from uh, Silence of the Lambs, yeah, yes. Yeah, that's disgusting. Yes, uh, kind of doing that. Well, uh, I guess, and it might have been an issue of X-Men, I don't know where someone was showing, you know, the, online showed the, the drawings of it, but his latest effect appears to be Mary Jane, and from the sounds of things... On Free Comic Book Day, we're going to see, I guess, where this goes. But apparently, Mary Jane is about to get skinned, oh, and they're going to. She's sake. going to because you're skinned alive. She's going to somehow be alive with without her skin, and maybe they're going to make a weird point. I don't know what else go what they're doing exactly with that. But if that's not weird enough, and it's I, like I had stupid I, stuff to do with the Joker. Yeah, it's you know they're doing weird stuff for shock value to try to make us spend money. The other weird thing is, and I was kind of excited about this, seeing that John Romita Jr. was coming back to Amazing Spider-Man. Because I enjoyed his run. I mean, he's got a very... I, it, I didn't always enjoy his style back when he was doing Uncanny X-Men back in the 90s. But I've grown to like his unique style. Uh, but his comeback was Amazing Spider-Man at number one. They We needed another volume, I guess. Uh, and in this particular issue, Peter uh, is kind of watching after Mary Jane. They're not together anymore. But Mary Jane is married to some guy named Paul and has two kids. Yeah, don't mess with this stuff, please. That's all I got to say. So this is why I, I'm going to go through. I want to collect the, the rest of the Nick Spencer run because Nick Spencer was writing some awesome Spider-Man. I want to collect the rest of that and I want because I want to read it all. But then I'm I'm tired of them messing with my Spider-Man and my Mary Jane. You guys could probably couldn't hear my eyes rolled. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had enough the one new day thing, which they had to kind of make up for those sins. Uh, like, why do you all never learn to not mess with things? Oh, but uh, oh, something else. This was a lot of fun. So it's a it's a YouTube channel called Corridor, and uh, they took some weird time of editing and some special effects and put the Adam West Batman into some scenes from the Batman. I watched that and earlier, and it's so funny. <laughs> it's great. It is fantastic. I was watching the guys I don't think I can it. play the audio because I, I, I yeah. There's a behind the scenes video yeah, you can I watch them watching do it. That, yeah, and then they have it just the, the the finished product. You can watch the trailer. That they, they did they made. a great job. They with, did with the, the way they put uh, Burgess Meredith. Yeah, and, and all the Meredith in there. Oh, <laughs> he was so great. Uh, uh, I was watching the couple and even days get ago. The, the the Riddler uh, from the, there. Uh, yeah, Frank, Frank Gorshin. Gorshin. Yeah. I'd forgotten about something, and uh, it was a couple days back. I think I sent it to you, but 
Um, I remember it now. Um, watching you sent it, me a thing, and I'd already seen it. Actually, yeah, actually, within the last couple of weeks, I was watching. It was that. just kind of an, an interesting thing, and I'd forgotten all about it. But I remember now seeing it way back when. Yeah, Adam West giving his opinion about Michael Keaton in 1989, and, like and he hadn't gotten to see it yet. Yeah, and he said, "Oh, I'm going to wait till I see it." And and they all went out and saw the film, and later on, because I remember seeing it after he saw it, you know, and uh, of course, you know, he said, "Ours, of course, is the best Batman," because that's kind of his, you know, wry yeah. humor. And yeah, uh, but. Uh, 1989 and, and uh, ours is the best version of Batman you know of course you're going to say that but in reality I forgot just how many people were against Batman when it came out in 89 yes a lot of people were like Michael Keaton but I want a big Batman he's too skinny yeah the See, I think he was skinny look at Robert Pattinson of course they hadn't seen it yet <laughs> right. and, and uh, no one had seen it yet and they at the time I remember now a lot of people really thought that that um, rubber or armor or whatever was supposed to be real muscle. They, th- mm. they, I remember this being a big deal. They thought that he was, they was trying to put that on as real muscle. And uh, I remember Stallone even making a big deal about it. That this is the problem is that people are going to think you know he's I got real muscle and your guy ain't got no muscle. They actually him. tried him out, tried him out as Batman, but they, you know that's not who hmm. they're looking for. They weren't looking for, or they tried him out as Superman or whatever it was, but he wasn't the actor kind of actor they're looking for. Yeah, he would have been weird. He just would. He's not. I mean, I love. And, and even though, like, I remember some girl in that video was thinking that she wanted Arnold Schwarzenegger. She yeah. wanted a big guy. It's like, but what are you going to do about his heavy I'm ba- accent? I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'll come back and kill him as Mister Freeze. Yeah. <laughs> oh Lord, help and, us. Uh, yeah, that would have been bad. That would have been so bad. Well, you know the thing is, is the muscle isn't everything. Yeah. So uh, we we love you, but yeah. <laughs> but definitely go go find Corridors YouTube channel and find that. You will laugh. It is so good. They did a great job. So, oh, something else that I found out. What's that for tell? Now I wish I had more detail. We've been talking about it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. Yes. They are aiming at a summer release. They officially said it, it will be out this summer. Also, there was a kind of an interesting thing. Lego is making something called Brick Tales, and uh, 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 oops, all right, come out of there. Brick oh, Tales. they're getting in my way here. But Lego Brick Tales, and it's uh, it's another game that's based around just their uh, initial Lego type of sets. And so you, but you've got uh, adventures you can have. Uh, I, I mean, the, in a way, from the looking at some of the pictures, there's an announcement trailer. It looks like it might be a follow up to the Lego Dimensions, but you can actually build. Your items in this, and instead of like you know in the normal Lego games, you just kind of hold a button and it builds it for you. This you can assemble your things. It shows you the pieces, and you build your vehicles and all your different items yourself. So this is more aimed at people who are just huge fans of Lego, of building things. Brick tails. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) I couldn't help it. (laughs) Now I don't know when that's coming out, but that's been announced, and I know it is coming at least to Nintendo because that's where I found the article. That's fun. Uh, also, the Sonic Origins release date has been set for June 23rd. Now, is this the game? Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, and PC. Sonic Origins has a, has a little trailer out there you can find on YouTube, but this is a new collection. Four remaster games, including Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic CD, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Sonic Origins includes added features, modes, and more. Now, we're young. Who on earth would have ever thought that the Sonic games would be going to Nintendo? Yeah, well, Sega, Sega, I know. They, they failed with their Dreamcast, and so they end up being bought by Nintendo. But isn't that funny? So. And we never. But they're better that. at making games than they are consoles. Yeah, they, they, are. they realized it. So they are. And you know, the thing is, is uh, 
it is kind of unique to see. It, it would be it's like whenever we had Mickey Mouse and, and Bugs Bunny teaming up on Roger Rabbit. We, we never <laughs> yeah. we never would have thought that when we were really young. We never would have yeah. thought that. I mean, we were, I was eleven when the Roger Rabbit movie came out, yeah. and you were just turned eleven. Yeah. So it was like, who would have thought though that these what do you want to call enemies, if you will, that those who are compete we, who, who would have known we'd gotten Daffy and Donald dueling pianos oh that was the best <laughs> that was I love that scene they're both absolutely nutty hey you guys got a spare uh, I don't know but I, I, I don't have one but I think Bugs does <laughs> I got one but I don't think you want it <laughs> yes. yes 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 <laughs> I love it love it, love it love it that's awesome stuff I love it come on in we're nightmares on the best part of my day the show moving it's time to go to the trailer park 
Palmer. Now the gator got in the house. Now the gator? Give me that sugar. Come here. Oh. Oh. Get him all. Oh. Get that gator. The Neverland Trailer Park. You know, I thought somewhere in there I would have the trailer for the Call of Duty is doing Operation Monarch and it's going to have like that Godzilla versus that's, King Kong thing. Yeah, that's the one I can't wait Maybe to see. Maybe that's in my trailer park because I remember looking at it. Boy, that looks good. But uh, I actually have something I went to cover a while back. This is called The Sea Beast. It's coming to Netflix. For a sailor, a map tells of seas to be explored. Of great reward. Hmm. And great peril. But it's where the map ends that the true adventure begins. It's below us. A hunting ship ain't no place for a kid. You're amazing. I like this kid. (laughs) Them pictures of me books come to life. It's where it's out there in the vast unknown. That we find who we truly are. Don't worry. It's one of them things within a mile of us. I'll sense it. Maybe a little off my game here. Some great animation on that. July 8th, coming to Netflix. This is from Academy Award winning filmmaker Chris Williams, who brought you Moana and Big Hero 6. The Sea Beast takes us where the map ends and the true adventure begins. Starring Carl Urban, Zaris Angel Hater, Jared Harris, Marianne Jean-Baptiste, Dan Stevens, and Kathy Burke. In an era when terrifying beasts roamed the seas, monster hunters were celebrated heroes, and none were more beloved than the great Jacob Holland. But when young Maisie Brumble stows away on his fabled ship, he's saddled with an unexpected ally. Together they embark on an epic journey into uncharted waters and make history. This looks... I, I just came across that, and it looks like it might be some fun. That actually looks like it could have been a theatrical thing. More, yeah. More than some that they brought out recently. We're getting a lot of stuff that's being put straight to streaming because, you know... Yeah, people are slowly getting back to theaters, but yeah, there's a lot of movies slow, that are still taken. Slow but sure. Slow but sure. Here's something that uh, you can watch it on YouTube, and I'm only bringing this as almost a... Somebody wanted it. Here we go. I got to show this to you. You're going to you're gonna lose your stuff here. Oh, boy. Okay, the visuals are not working for some reason. Friend, people are dying. Can you just want to run into danger head first and throw caution to the wind? Why is this so important to you? What could possibly be worth risking all of our lives? I know we don't know each other, but in order to face what's coming, we need each other. With everything going on right now, who can you really trust? 
Okay, because it seems to be most of what we're getting is I'm using, and I don't want to have a copyright strike put on us. This is a thing called Mystery Incorporated, but it's being done independently through oh. Indiegogo. Uh, and I want to tell you, this has already been released. Uh, if, you go, if you really want to see this, Mystery Incorporated, it's on YouTube. They have, now have 627,000 views on this thing, which I guess it shouldn't surprise me because, all right, I would have thought it weird with Riverdale. Uh, that's a very oh, serious, yes. darker-toned Archie. This is Mystery Incorporated. This is the Scooby gang taken as realistic and dark, and Scooby doesn't talk because he's just a freaking dog. Oh. They took everything you love about Scooby-Doo and threw it away to remake it as a realistic and serious. And basically, Shaggy doesn't even sound like Shaggy. Although I have seen some, when the visuals weren't working on this thing when I was trying to show this to Philip here. But he is still a cowardly. I mean, but they took the humor and the fun out of Scooby-Doo and made this. But apparently a lot of people were wanting to see it. And well, I figured I had to at least well, stick it out there. Yeah, jinkies. Um, <laughs> moving on from that nightmare. Uh, Scooby snacks. <laughs> I don't know, but Shaggy's probably still going to be a pothead. Uh, oh, hey, I did find this. This is, you know, this weekend. So here we go. What is grief? If not love, persevering. Part of the madness of the multiverse is we get to see different realities. And we see different versions primarily of Doctor Strange, but we do see other versions of Wanda Maximoff. I think WandaVision was this journey of her for the first time, taking her own life into her own hands. And it was fun transitioning from her experience to this movie. Could you use an Avenger? There are other Avengers. Get you back on the lunchbox. What do you know about the multiverse? We wanted to satisfy the WandaVision fans and take them to the next level with the character they love. It was fun just looking at it from a different perspective. The multiverse. This had his theories. He believed it was dangerous. We need your help. It's magical. She owns that character so well. It's a very powerful performance with a very powerful character. In the multiverse, there are alternate versions of everyone. It gives the characters a unique opportunity to meet themselves, to recognize qualities that they may have been blind to. The fate of the multiverse depends on us. Okay, so this was a feature focusing on Wanda. Now, the reason why I also want to bring this up is there's people suspecting this is we're going to get a bait and switch, and this is going to feel a little like a Wanda movie more than a Doctor Strange movie. Because even looking at the poster, who is front and center? Wanda. The new Thor poster. Who's on there? Not Thor. Jane Foster Thor. So, but what what I find very interesting about this little teaser that they put online is she looks straight at the camera, intentionally. I wonder what that's what's up with that. And the other thing's kind of got me all excited because we've been hearing Charles Xavier's voice mm. in there. But have you seen this new trailer thing or the commercial where you see the yellow floating chair kind of floating in and you hear Patrick mm. Stewart's voice? <gasps> it's like the Charles well, Xavier's the, the reason comics. why oh. the reason why Wanda I think is so vital in this is not even necessarily because she's the main character. But because she is the main connection to bringing all universes together to make the multiverse, she is basically the plot 
not plot hole, but the one who's who's basically patches it, patch, being a patch yeah, uh, to all be, the... What is the word? The MacGuffin. That's she might the be the MacGuffin. MacGuffin that's the word. Yeah. She's basically... The, you could call it even the super glue to put it all in and bring... And, and catching it all together. So the thing is, I know there's some people say, oh, we just want all the old cast of X-Men. Well, you can't really do that yeah. because, I, not just because of the obvious. I mean, I mean, you know how much I love yeah, Patrick the 90s Stewart. Oh, yeah. I love Patrick Stewart. Oh, yeah. I love uh, Hugh Jackman and all that. But in reality, it's time for, for them. And cast. they can even, yeah. it's just like what they're doing with the DC too is, uh, I love Michael Keaton. And I'm glad they were using him now because we've had enough of the other actors. But it's time in this case. You can show those characters, and it's great. You can see Hugh Jackman, all them, and see them go and hand it over to someone else. Yeah. You can well, literally see that. With this concept of the multiverse, and what we've seen established now with Spider-Man is all these different versions of X-Men, mm-hmm. just like the same with the different versions of Spider-Man, are now part of a different multiverse thing. Yeah. So you can you can play with it. So yeah, I'm, I'm wondering what, what I mean. all they can do. Because maybe what by seeing the yellow chair, are we maybe going to have like a 90s cartoon-style X-Men that are actually... That's what I want. Ooh. I want it, man. Ooh. I, I, I want the I'm night. turning to Ric Flair. Woo! Woo, baby, woo! But I want to see, uh, let me tell you something, son. <laughs> let me tell you. No, but I want to see, I want to see the X-Men's style. Um, I want to see that. I want to see uh, the floating chair. Yeah. I want to see, I'm, I hate, look, man, I'm old school. I don't mind saying it. I want to see the night. Not, it doesn't have to be just like the cartoon, but I do want to see a different kind of um, uh, Cyclops and yeah. Wolverine. I want to see Wolverine with the ha- the uh, mask on. Sure. Uh, because we've had Wolverine without the mask and yeah. all that. Um, and you can make the mask look good. I've seen fan films where they've done them and they can look and, good. And you know what else? He doesn't have to wear it all the time. Yeah. But I would like to see him wearing the leather jacket, even with the kind of like the pilot thing. Oh, it, it, man. You know what I'm saying, Bub? Yeah. <laughs> I want to see. There's so much wicked set. There, so, I, I want to see it. I want to see all of it, man. Yeah. Because uh, the thing is, I can understand with the X-Men, the way it was in the year 2000. If it hadn't been for the X-Men, people a lot of times like to give Blade the, the credit. And it had its own thing. But X-Men was the first big comic book. That yeah, the people could, knew who they were. Yeah, because Blade was just kind of his own. I only knew private. who Blade was because he was in the Spider-Man, Spider-Man animated series. But the thing I is, I Morbius down. We're talking, and I don't, I knew about it mostly because of stuff like Comic Scene, Wizard, and yeah. stuff like that. Because they never seemed to get that character popular, and then Wesley Snipes, though being Wesley Snipes, made oh, it he was cool. good. But, yeah, but the, the truth is, is X Men was a big comic book. Yeah, title. it was. So. That's Marvel's first real big live action movie. They were trying to theaters. be somewhat serious, though, is so that they they did have them in tights and all that. Yeah. But and you don't. By the way, they don't have to be in tights just because it's it's colored or or because it's more like the comic. But I want to see, and it wasn't really till Avengers that they re, you know I know Superman did it, but yeah. but it wasn't until the um, the Avengers that they said, hey, you know what? Screw what people think. For, pardon me. Forget what people think. It is a comic book. We're going to treat life such. Yeah. That is what it is, and I respected it. Okay, I'm yeah, not saying it has. To, I'm not saying it has to be as cornballs as everything in the world. But you know what? I'm glad. I want to see the comics as they are. I want to see yeah. Ms. Yes Pizzolik on a Superman movie. I want to see that all that. That would be so cool. I, you know who would have been great? And he's gone now, but Gilbert Godfrey. I would have. Oh. He did the voice in the cartoon. Yeah, he did. I, I want to see Warwick Davis do it, actually. Oh. I want to I see that kind of stuff. I want to see that stuff. That'd be great. Yeah. 
Oh, so much that could be done. Oh, I know it. But then there's the stuff that I don't want to see. Yes. And here's the next thing on the list. Now, people have been getting excited about this because it seems like they're almost matching the same universe as, say, Roger Rabbit. But this is not what I wanted from the return of Chippendale Rescue Rangers. What's the first thing that pops into your head when I say Chippendale? I bet it's these guys! But certainly the second would be those rascally cartoon chipmunks, Chip and Dale. What if I did something like... I am into nuts! <laughs> good, good, I love it. Great stuff! Woo! Just want to remind you guys I'll be at FanCon this afternoon. Hey, watch out! I'm keeping myself fit and, you know, my updated modern look. Don't you think you'd have more fans here if Chip did these events with you? I hadn't thought about him in a while. I should give him a call. See how life's treating him. Life is the worst. Which is why you need good insurance. (sighs) (laughs) A message on my landline. I don't like that. I know you're still mad about Rescue Rangers getting canceled, but I just got a call from the police and I need your help. I searched the perimeter. No clues. Why would there be? Six missing tunes in a month and not one clue. Oh, no! Chip! Dale, you look different. It's no secret I had the CGI surgery. What's been up with you? You know, this, that, other vague things to fill the space of this conversation. Cool. We can see what we can find out and then pass it along to the officer. But that's all we're going to do. So you're saying the Rescue Rangers are back? Yes! (laughs) You two come poking around where you don't belong. And I can't have that. Run! I got him! What are you looking at? Honestly, your weird dead eyes. (laughs) Over here! Go get him! This is awesome! I was always more of an Alvin and the Chipmunks person. <laughs> you monster. It was like professional. <gasps> Same time. <gasps> Jinx, you, you owe me a non-brand specific cola. What? <laughs> that was crazy. <gasps> Somebody <gasps> called Guinness Book. <gasps> this is incredible. Oh, we lost it. May 20th, coming to Disney+, Plus, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Not what I would have wanted from a movie. You know what, actually, actually, I'm, I'm going to watch it. And um, the thing is, is I saw some You of can that. review it. I don't think I can tolerate it. There's some <laughs> things about it that looks funny. One thing I saw in the preview that I thought, I don't remember if it was on that one or not, but that I thought looked funny was while they were doing all that, they showed Paula Abdul in the background with that cat. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things I guess is kind of creative, but it's they're, they're, they're putting it into like almost the Roger Rabbit universe. And it's even there, they have what's his face, Seth McMorrow, Seth Rogen as Pumbaa there. The live action Pumbaa, you didn't realize that was Pumbaa. I didn't, I didn't look. You have see. a lot of different Disney characters being brought in, so it's 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 like you're in the universe. That's basically it's like a, in, within Roger Rabbit's universe. Well, uh, and let me let me read this synopsis sure. before we're talking about this. 
I don't want to talk about it long because, oh, God. In Chippendale, rescue rangers, Chippendale are living amongst cartoons and humans in modern-day Los Angeles, but their lives are quite different now, and it has been decades since their successful television series was canceled, and Chip, Volsov Mulaney, has succumbed to a life of suburban domesticity as an insurance salesman. Dale, voice of Sandberg, meanwhile, has had CGI surgery and works the nostalgic convention circuit, desperate to relive his glory days. When a former castmate mysteriously disappears, Chippendale must repair their broken friendship and take on their rescue rangers. Rangers detective personas once again to save their friend's life. And I have to agree where one person said, like, this movie can only be two things. It's going to be the worst train wreck you've ever seen, or it's actually going to turn out to have been brilliant. And yeah, we'll be surprised. I, I agree with the same thing. There's no middle road in this. Because it, it's it's clever and a kind of a wink-wink hilarious. I didn't ex- ever expect seeing that. Yeah. But at the same time, I won't really take it as the old Chippendale yeah. cartoon. It's I don't. Th- at least I don't think of it as a reunion or anything like that. It's funny. I, I always liked Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, but yeah. it was, I didn't never liked it as much as I did Ducktales. And and to be honest, I never Ducktales was amazing. I never liked the redo of Ducktales. I, the newest one, I didn't care for it much. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was all right. I I, but, I didn't watch all of it, but I liked what I but, saw. Uh, but as far as this goes, I think it's funny if it's more of a, jink, uh, a wink, wink, just just kidding type of thing. Yeah. But as far as it being a redo, I don't think of it like that myself. Yeah, it's it's basically saying, oh, no, the cartoon happened, but now, say, the actors have just gotten, you know. It's kind of like uh, when you come back to Star Wars and suddenly the whole uh, Han and Leia romance has already fallen apart and we're going to kill Han in the first movie. It's like that. Yeah. When you see Chippendale, like, oh, yeah, we've kind of split them up. And the Rescue Rangers wasn't a real thing for them. That was just a show they were both on. And you know, But they're going to have to do it for real now because somebody's going missing. And for crying out loud, Peter Pan has grown up and is the bad guy. Is that what we're yeah. seeing? <laughs> now, you knew I wasn't going to like that. I didn't even realize that's who it was supposed to be, to be honest with you. Yeah. You didn't realize he was wearing Peter Pan's hats and his clothes? No, but he's all, he's grown up and he's a jerkwad. No, I didn't. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he looked like Elmer Fudd. Okay. Yeah, kind of did. Here's something that I don't. I, I some of the newer Star Trek I just can't. But I don't know. Chris, Captain Christopher Pike is uh, yeah. getting a series now. Star Trek: Strange New Worlds. Like but this is a continuation from Discovery. Apparently. Oh yeah, I'm not into that so much. Because apparently there's some crossover characters here, but. Sorry to interrupt. This is your captain. Our mission. I like the sound of it. To chart the stars. Push the boundaries of what is known. And what is possible. I'm standing on the surface of a comet. I love this job. people this crew i believe we can do anything you want to seek out new life go where the aliens are your presence is blasphemy let's talk about this find some comfort i think that went well perhaps we should kiss that seems logical Maybe we don't touch anything else. Just a suggestion. The whole future hangs in the balance. No 
one can know the future. One can only follow one's instincts. You're the best of Starfleet. Our ability to work together, that's our greatest strength. Let's show them what you got. All right, so this starts May 5th. So by the time you're hearing this, it's probably about ready to roll. Uh, one thing that's kind of gone wrong with some modern Star Trek, first off, was you had J.J. Abrams making movies, and he wanted to make Star Wars movies. Yeah, that's what he wanted to do. And Paramount, now with having their own streaming services, making as much Star Trek as they can, but they're doing it with the sensibilities of Star Wars movies. And it just doesn't feel like Star Trek anymore. No, it doesn't. But I, I'm going to watch this. I, I, I try to watch Discovery. I've tried to watch it. I've I, tried to watch Picard, and I still can't get into it. I'm I like trying. Picard because even though it, it isn't as good as the old, I do like Picard pretty good. I don't like all the stuff they put in it, obviously, Yeah. but um, language and such. But I can handle it, it uh, much better than I can discover it. I just can't get into it. It's just yeah. too woke for me. And, there, and all the stuff they're doing, like Lower Decks, like we needed a parody animated series that's actually supposed to be in the Star Trek world, and then they, they're making a kid's show, and I don't know how that's going to have turned out. But I, I don't want a kid's show for them, but I did, <sighs> I, I'm not going to watch them all just because it's not my thing. Yeah. But, but, uh, they're making so much Star Trek, they're just, just trying to fill up space, and it's just, I don't know, I feel you, like they're not. You mean the Final Frontier? <laughs> they're just not making good Star Trek yeah. anymore. And like, I miss Gene Roddenberry now, you know? Yeah, I'm, um, I somehow like, it's like they've missed the point somewhere. It just doesn't feel right. But I, I, uh, I do like Picard pretty good, and I, I just can't get into Discovery. I just can't do it. I tried. Yeah. I really did. Yeah, and I, I've heard Picard's gotten kind of an agenda filled at points and stuff. Yeah, I'm like, it has. And it's you know, I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm now on my third attempt to try to watch the first season. Yeah, but it's like it's I don't know something's missing. Um. But yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to take the show down. But I wanted to at least acknowledge that it was happening. Something else, though, I'm still pretty excited for. But uh, as I was talking to like James Kennison, because he's a huge Buzz Lightyear fan, like this, if they get this wrong, it's going to break my heart. I'm afraid of not liking this movie because I'm I'm excited what this could be. So here we go. But we got an official trailer too for Lightyear. Please be a good movie. That looks like ET ship, I swear. Log, Stardate 3901. After a full year of being marooned, our first hyperspeed test flight is a go. Who are you talking to? Uh, no one. <laughs> you were narrating again. I was not. Just doing the mission log. You do know no one ever listens to those. I know that. Narrating helps me focus. Ready, Captain Lightyear? Ready as I'll ever be, Commander Hawthorne. This is exciting. A new adventure. I'm going to grant you four minutes to be off planet, but then you come right back to us. To infinity. And beyond. You are clear for hyperlaunch. Beep boop, beep boop, beep boop. Buzz, that was utterly terrifying, and I regret having joined you. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear to Star Command. Come in, Star Command. Why don't they answer? Hey, hey! Shh! The robots. The what? What is happening right now? Alicia? Oh, no. That's my grandmother. But, Socks, how long were we gone? Meow, 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 meow. 62 years, seven months, and five days. What? I hope you're ready for action, because all we needed was a pilot. For what? To destroy the alien ship. 
I have a plan and I have a team. Darby can take any three things and make them explode. I do this and they shave a little time off my sentence. Okay, and what about you? Well, I thought this was going to be like a fun boot camp workout thing. <laughs> but it is not. <laughs> Did I get it? Pretty close. <laughs> I need the, you know what's saying, the harpoons? of survival with an inexperienced crew is 38.2 percent hmm, seems a bit low mission failure imminent in three grandma always said she believed in you two one that was a big swirly two oh, i think i need a bag no, no. please record your last words do not vomit inside the vehicle do not vomit inside the vehicle if you are satisfied with this recording speak or select uh. one to infinity are you trying to get me to pull your finger? Don't fall for it. No, not like that. Ugh. Sorry, it's a thing your grandma and I used to do. Yeah. June 17th. I hope that is going to be fantastic. I want it to be so good. I want it to be so good. But I, I'm nervous that what if they goofed it up? What if they did something silly with it? And well, hopefully it's good. We'll see. Because right now I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Isn't this the plot of Buck Rogers? Well, it's kind of a Buck Rogers-ish thing. Yeah. It's, it's got that style. I mean, it's... So, if, if if they didn't make a fantastic movie out of this idea, I, I'll be so disappointed. Because this this has potential to be like so much fun. Well, just a little over a month, and you'll yeah, find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like I'm excited, but I'm also extremely nervous. You know, because <laughs> like I I I'm I, I'm not as big a Buzz Lightyear fan as like James Kennison as that story show is, but I, he was like my favorite character in the first movie because Tim Allen is so funny as that character. And I was disappointed when I first heard about it that they didn't get Tim Allen. But I, I do love Chris Evans, though, too. And I think he's doing a really phenomenal job from June, what I'm hearing. June 17th. And yeah. beyond. So uh, I just hope that this is as good as I want it to be and that I'm going to be just loving every minute of it because I really want to love it. I, I will say this. I hope the, they don't mess up. The graphics are amazing. Yeah. Well, of course, it's Pixar. Pixar yeah, always makes amazing looking. Oh, but man. Pixar has shown me that they can now make movies that I'm disappointed in. Oh, yeah. So and I normally I'm just I'm just on board with every Pixar movie. But now I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. But I, this looks so much fun that I'm yeah. like, oh, please be as much fun I, as I, I hope it is. Yes. It's so cute. Meow, 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 I want meow, a toy of the cat. Oh, I it's totally adorable. need a toy of the cat. Well, in your house, especially with the cats you have and yeah. everything. Yeah. I can, I can see your wife liking that. <laughs> but something else coming up at the end of the week. Saturday yes. is free comic book day, May 7th of 2022. Now, uh, if you go to freecomicbookday.com, you can look up and try to find a local comic shop nearby you that is participating. You might want to call. If you have a shop you regularly go and you don't find it listed here, give them a call. I did. I had to do that with one shop that I didn't think was it was listed here that they were participating. And I did contact them on Facebook. And they said, oh, no, we're, we're going to be participating like we do every year. So, But, uh, okay, here's let me go through some of the lists of some of the stuff you can get for free. Here's the gold level stuff. Uh, you've got uh, some Buffy the Vampire Slayer. There's some sort of Archie thing where it's a. Uh, they've been doing like a, I think you were talking. There's like three different Archies now. There's yeah, like three, a grown four, up. Yeah. There's the kids, and then there's there's the serious Archie. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then there's well, another one. I, classic. I love the classic Archie. I mean, you know me. I'm old I can't even read this other one. But there's also another one that uh, it's uh, like a three different things. It's Dog Man, Cat Kid, and Captain Underpants. Oh yeah. There is of course is a Doctor Who comic, which normally I grab those, but I don't know who in the world. I heard there was going to be a new Doctor. I don't know if this woman on the front is the new Doctor. Doctor, but I haven't paid attention to Doctor Who in now in years. Uh, we've got I can't read the that one. Something called Primus. 
There, there's an amazing Spider-Man here. Cool. It's amazing Spider-Man Venom number one. So are they giving them a book together? Because, uh, oh, here's something. I don't know if you've heard about this one. Let me bring this up. The guy over at GameStop was telling me. Uh, I guess this happened during the big event because Carnage is like a symbiote god now. Oh, really? But uh, Eddie Brock was somehow granted some sort of cosmic power by some somebody who had died. And Eddie Brock was given the, this major power. And he was asked what form he wanted to take with his power. And the only form he really knew was Venom. So he's in a form of Venom where he's got glowing orange eyes and a glowing oh. orange spider. But he was able to summon Mjolnir and the Silver Surfer's surfboard and combine them together in some sort of giant axe and then will fight symbiotes, apparently. Ooh, boy. Uh, yeah, that's boy. They're getting really over the top and extreme on some crazy, Honestly, complicated things. So I'm like, I don't know what I think about that. I'll say this though: that look would be very good at Halloween. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, I miss the '90s. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then of course, Star Horse has got a Stranger Things comic that we'll get to see. That it looks like they're mixing it with Re- it says Stranger Things Resident Alien, and Dark Horse is actually the ones who created. Have you watched Resident Alien? It's pretty. So. It's pretty good. Alan Tudyk is an oh, alien on her. I, I did watch a couple episodes. It's a pretty funny show. It's pr- I like it, but it's it's based off a Dark Horse comic. But I guess they're combining that in with a Stranger I didn't Things know comic. That, that it was based off that. Looks like they're. Looks almost like a re-release of the first issue of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I don't know. Huh. But there's some sort of Ninja Turtles thing that might also be where they're going to bring back Venus. You know, from the live action television series, they're gonna, they're making her an official female turtle now in the you comics. Know, that doesn't bother me. I actually, so, I actually liked that character. Uh, then we've got some silver level. We've got, of course, anyone who's an Airbender fan. There's an Avatar comic. Uh, some sort of a Marvel Judgment Day thing that I will be looking forward to getting. Uh, just to see what's going on. Uh, a Bloodborne comic. A Donald Duck comic, which oh, looks like you know that's a it style. looks like it's uh, some more reprints. Oh, I love it. I, I love, love it. Donald I love Duck, it. I love yeah. it. Something called Clementine. Fuzzy Baseball. Uh, just trying to see what some of this. Electric Black Children. Enemies. Uh, Equilibrium. Uh, it won't always be like this sampler, okay? There's a lot of indie comics getting some stuff. There's another thing from Marvel called Marvel's Voices. Uh, that sounds woke, doesn't it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know about this one. Some sort of Max Meow. I was going to say, what is that? So look, Neverlander's preview. I guess I should look at that. Yeah, that's right up your alley. There's this Red Sonia that looks like they're reprinting some Red Sonia. Oh, that's uh, cool. Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, Street Fighter. Oh, I usually have picked up uh, some Sonic Hedgehog. and some, and some Street Fighter comics. I've grabbed. Nephew there, yeah. Yeah. A Three Stooges comic. Oh, that, no, that's up my alley. Yeah. Uh, Guardian of Fukushima, I think, which I think is might be based off in there a Samurai Fukushima. I don't know, it's a video like game. That. I don't know, uh, but yeah, a lot of different kind of things available and uh, lots of fun things over at your local comic store. Uh, and I guess I've already mentioned all the weird things that Marvel is doing that I'm like, I don't know that I, I would you go quit missing Miss Spider Man and Mary Jane and skinning people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But there we go. So that is what we're excited about. We will probably have a show next week because we will talk. Well, I'm going to try to bring a recorder with me to Free Comic Book Day so we can talk about what we grab and what we see. And, of course, we will go see Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and have some plenty of fun things to say about that as well. But we got to wrap this up. So, uh, oh, you know what? I should have some new reviews. I should have looked it up. Um, I should. I didn't look up my reviews. I, I wasn't paying attention, but that's okay. Let's just wrap this thing up here. Uh, well, I got some thank yous though. I want to give out, of course, to Karen Kennedy, Ricky Pope of Christian Nerds Unite. Uh, he's actually had a guest on that I'm going to try to get on. Uh, you'll love what this guy is doing in Tucson, Arizona. This guy, you know, 
this guy's awesome. Uh, so I'm looking forward to hopefully having him on in the near future when we don't already have pre-planned what I've got going on. Uh, also, Darren Wilhite of the Wilhite Mall Show. All three of them have helped contribute to the opening of the show. Don't forget you can email us at podcast at neverlandpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at neverlandpcast. Facebook.com slash neverlandpodcast. We also have a Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash groups slash neverlandpodcast. I hope our voicemail still works. 816-226-6492. And remember, of course, you can officially join the Neverlanders on our website by becoming official Lost Boy or Pixie. Why do we have Pixies? Because girls are too clever. They don't get lost. You just have to choose yourself mm-hmm. a nickname. We haven't really leaned on that in a long time. It's been a while since I've gotten that. And uh, don't forget, you can donate to uh, through uh, our Patreon. Uh, of course, patreon.com slash Podcast. You will find links to all this stuff on our website, neverlandpodcast.com. If you just look on that nice little menu I have there, kind of midway right after the banner, you'll find our shop, you'll find links to Patreon, you'll find links to the actual podcast, links to subscribe, links to also find out my podcast reviews. I have a nice little picture there. If you click on that, you can save a lot of money by finding a way to look at all your reviews all in one place, and then we'll email it to you. Which I should have a new. I don't know if I got my email. I haven't looked here, but I think I had a new review that popped up this week. I need. I, I should have, like I said, I should have looked it up. I should have. All right, but yes. Uh, so if you happen to have a podcast, my podcast reviews. If you click through my links, I get a little bit of a kickback for that. I do appreciate it. And for just a low, low price every year of subscription, you can get this. this is a really great, great little service. But now, okay, you know this is. I know this is your favorite part of the show. Now, get lost. In an adventure! Uh, Philip loves that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the King of Sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.